it is far and away the biggest two weeks of the year. Um, starting now and going through New Year's, uh, it's a lot of shrimp, a lot of oysters and caviar and, and things that are seen as, you know, celebratory. This is Fishtails, a seafood podcast. I'm John Sussman. Welcome to the Fishtails Seafood Podcast Global Wrap. In this special edition, we turn our focus to the dynamic world of seafood in 2023 with an intriguing look at how different regions are responding to the current trends and challenges. Today, we're diving into the vibrant seafood industry in the USA and the perspectives from a key player in the Big Apple. Our esteemed guest today is Vinnie Milburn of the New York-based Greenpoint Fish and Lobster. Vinnie's insights from the US market, particularly from a city known for its diverse and demanding seafood palate, offer a fascinating contrast and comparison to our other guests from around the globe. G'day, Vinnie. Hey, how's it going, John? Good to, good to talk to you again. Fantastic. So, how's 2023 been, mate? Uh, it, it's been good overall, let's just say that, but um, a very strong start and a very strong summer and then a truly dismal fall, um, at least as far as business goes in the city. Uh, we really didn't see that big return to Manhattan that that we normally do in the fall. I think a lot of people are still working from home a lot. Um, hopefully that that can change in the in the coming year. But right now we're in the middle of the holiday season and it's been really good. It feels like a return to form. People are out. They're spending money. They're buying big ticket items. They're not trying to scrimp on things, but. You know, whether that continues in the new year is yet to be seen. Um, but at the moment, we're feeling pretty good. That's fantastic. And what are the sort of trends that you've seen in seafood come through in your part of the world over the last 12 months? Well, uh, we've, we've been seeing a, a lot of volatility in the, in the local markets. Um, full dollar swings up and down, multiple dollar swings from sometimes from day to day. Uh, there's been... Really bad weather all summer long. It was a particularly awful summer. It rained every single weekend. <laughs> it really downpour rain. So it was difficult to assess how things were turning out. But uh, I mean, the good news is that there's still the fish quality is great, and the the um, the reports from the fishermen are really good. It's just uh, you know when when the when you can't get out to fish and no one has anything and there goes the the demand still up and supplies down. It's just simple market economics. So it was tough dealing with these big swings in the in the summer. Things seem to have leveled out a little bit now. And have you seen sort of customer preferences and demands change over the year? Is there are there species that have suddenly hit the plate that uh, you hadn't seen in previous years, or or uh, ideas that chefs are working with that you hadn't seen before? Uh, uh I think, I think really, really during the pandemic, pandemic, a lot of chefs yeah. turned Heard. to uh, hyper local, um, you know, things that were in the backyard and they were looking to use those. And it seems like the, the honeymoon phase has kind of fallen out and, and people are going back to looking for their, you know, New Zealand king salmon or, you know, th- uh, uh, European sole or, or things that come from far away that are a little bit more high price ticket items. I think it's really just to bring customers in. And and really, I'm mostly familiar with the New York City restaurant scene. And this is this is what it's uh, what it's showing me lately. So the, the retail market 
really is still at least my retail market in Greenpoint, Brooklyn, a tiny little corner of the city. We still have a lot of people who are interested in in local species, things that are caught by day boats in New York waters. Um, so pretty pretty big juxtaposition from the the Manhattan restaurants. That's really interesting. And 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 just I guess further to that, has have you seen there any shift in the sort of uh, expectations or the demands from chefs in particular regarding sustainability? I mean, if they're happy to see air freighted uh, European Dovisol or whatever it might be. Has there been a shift back to uh, perhaps a little less focus on those sustainable practices, or is it is it still strong on a local scene? I think it, it's it's still very strong, especially from the clientele that I deal with. That's what we're known for here in the city. Um, but it really is still a young person's game. Uh, the younger chefs are really interested in it, where the the chefs that have been in the same place for forty years not so interested in it. Um, I think it's really going to be the next generation who's driving these changes. Um, and some, some of the people are, are really focused on, you know, let me, let me use a bunch of bycatch or underutilized species and whatever you got in whatever size, I'll take it. And those customers are the most interesting to me for sure. Um, unfortunately they are few and far between. And when, um, when business is down, the restaurant owners kind of, take the reins back and say, you know what, we got to get those European salmon back in, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it is, it, uh, when I say dismal in the fall, it was, it was really bad. And, you know, I talked to a lot of my colleagues and other people in the industry and it was, it was industry wide. So it's a little comforting when you know, everyone's in tough shape, but it's, uh, it's not a good thing either way. Still no fun, yeah. Is, would you say that there's a sort of uh, a specific species or dish in seafood that has become a trend in restaurants in New York this year? Um, not, not one that really sticks. You know, I think that um, chefs, just like all of us, are chronically online and they they like what they see. And there's a new flashy thing from one chef that looks amazing, and then all of a sudden, everyone wants cockles but then the next week they don't um there hasn't been any trend that i've seen that's really stuck as far as one particular species but it is funny that you can kind of see that there are uh thought leaders in this arena because i'll get five calls for spanish mackerel one day and i say and i know i saw that on instagram too (laughs) the guy that did that dish i know what everyone's thinking so it's, you know, it'd be, it'd be nice if you could harvest some of these um, these uh, trendsetters and push them in one direction. But the reason why they're trendsetters is they are creative yeah. in their own right. So, Absolutely. And are you seeing those influences just localized or are they globalized these days, do you think, in, in uh, from what you're seeing? I mean, there's definitely big, big global ones. But I think as far as the people that I work with here in New York – it's a very insular community and they all respect each other very much and they like to see what other people are doing and in friendly competition, they want to outdo their colleagues. So I think that the, it's a very small community of people that are always looking at each other and what they're doing. And, um, luckily I'm, or we've been fortunate enough to sell to many of them and, uh, and get that product in their hands consistently. Yeah, that's good. Mate, what about, over the holiday season here, do you have um, 
changes in supply or demand over the over the holiday season in your part of the world? Yeah, it's it is far and away the biggest two weeks of the year. Um, starting now and going through New Year's, uh, it's a lot of shrimp, a lot of um, oysters and caviar and, and things that are seen as you know celebratory. Um, the Feast of the Seven Fishes, which is an Italian cultural uh, thing, is really big in this part of the world. So there's a lot of fish being sold right now, and it's uh, a good variety. You know, a, a nice assortment. It's not just one single thing. People are buy squid and octopus and pollock and haddock and lobster tails and shrimp. Tell us a bit more about that Seven Fishes cultural uh, uh, event. Yeah, it's a it's an Italian. I mean, I don't actually know if it's truly Italian. It might just be Italian American, but um, it's something that a lot of people get into, uh, especially in New York. It is um, it's a Christmas Eve tradition where they have a certain. There's debate on which fish you actually use, but there's seven different fishes in this meal on Christmas Eve, and um, in recent years, it's expanded outside of uh just the italian community and there's a lot of people in my neck of the woods that like to celebrate it make it their own tradition of having a lot of seafood on christmas eve that that's not just a marketing ploy by greenpoint fish and lobster is it (laughs) well if it is you can come by and get what you need (laughs) excellent excellent and mate what are you looking forward to in 2024 well i just i'm really you know i feel like it's been four years well it's been four years since COVID started and it, it just feels like a, a totally different world and in some ways it is um we haven't quite returned to where we were before some things are better off and some things are worse but um it feels like the foot is not on the gas pedal all the way yet and i'm looking forward to getting to a time where people are really going to push the economy forward and feel a little bit safer about going out and going back to work and, and staying and, and at restaurants and eating out more and eating more seafood. I think that there's, there's just been this feeling of hesitation that just has not completely been eliminated from the COVID years yet. And I, I, I do think that this will be the year that it's coming back. I, I hope because um, we could really use it. Yeah, that that's that's exciting to look forward to for sure. And from your perspective, have, can you can you state or name a, a standout seafood dish that you've eaten anywhere in the last twelve months, aside from oysters at your place? Well, it's not the oysters. There is there is a standout dish at my place, and I think I may have even said it last time I spoke with you, but um, it's a. Uh, and I will. I'll plug that one. Or I'll, I'll come up with another one too. But the thing that I love about my place is this tuna burger that my chef came up with, and it was, um, you know, I was buying these these cord tunas and selling the loins to people in the market and to restaurants, and we'd have these frames, and you know, every every cent counts. And and I tasked the chef to figure something out to do with it. He took a spoon to it, scraped every single one came up with this amazing tuna burger that is uh, far and away our, our biggest hit. Um, it's something that is is like it will – that tuna burger will probably outlive me and the restaurant in some ways because it's, it's really that good. And the thing that I really like about it is that it's uh, utilizing all the waste. 
um, things that might be thrown away. Um, and it's also a lot more approachable for people who may not be into seafood. You know, it's a, it looks and, and eats and feels like a cheeseburger. So um, that's that's really good. But one one thing that I've been seeing – so the other thing uh, that I've been seeing a lot, which I really love um, as a trend in the city, are these uh, the kind of return of oyster ta- – or seafood towers. You know, the oysters and the crab and the shrimp and the lobster tails and those sorts of things. Very decadent. Um, it's something that you – it's a high-priced item, but you go out and you feel special and it's delicious. And I've been seeing a lot more of those. People are interested in putting them on their menu, and I think it's a great – great move for both the restaurant industry and the seafood industry. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's exciting to hear. That's exciting to hear. And finally, Vinny, what's going to be on your Christmas table? Uh, Turkey. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong answer, mate. (laughs) Uh, Honestly, um, uh, it'll be uh, – I haven't decided yet, actually. You know, we in the past we've done we've done salmon dishes. Uh, I always shuck oysters. I bring clams. Um, but you know, the the benefit of having a, a seafood warehouse is I can kind of choose what looks good that day. You know, so I have not yet figured it out. Oh, well, whatever it is, have a great one. And again, Vinny, thanks so much for staying in touch with us. I look forward to absolutely catching up with you this next year to have a plate of oysters and a glass of wine it's way overdue and um, i would love that that'd be great thanks again Vinny. all the best mate all right thanks have a great holiday